To till or not to till, that is the question. Learn more from Glenn Rabenberg in this SoilWorks episode focused on correcting the cause of your tilling issues. It is always cheaper to correct the cause than react to the symptom. This is the SoilWorks Correct the Cause podcast featuring Glenn Rabenberg and brought to you by SoilWorks and Acres USA. It's time for episode three. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Ryan Slaybaugh. In the second episode, we went through fungal disease issues. In this episode, we are going to talk about no-till and tilling again with Glenn Rabenberg. Our goal for episode three will be to help you determine the correct tilling program for your operation. Thank you for joining us, Glenn. Hey, it's good to be here. Thank you. All right, let's get into it. This is a hot topic. Uh, Glenn, can you answer this question for us right off the bat? Does tillage really kill microbes in the soil? <laughs> I tell you what, I'm glad we're on the radio because this is a hot topical conversation that a lot of people are almost religiously uh, passionate about. And uh, the, the, the question comes up a lot. Does tillage really kill microbes? And the answer is yes. Yes, it will kill microbes, but there's a second half to this question. In most of the soil that we work with, if you don't till the soil, the residue from last year's crop, which is primarily supposed to be made up of carbon and oxygen, if that residue, stubble, trash, fodder, whatever you want to call it, if that is left on top, that carbon and oxygen, up to and over 60% of it will oxidize. Now, is that a big deal? Yeah, because that carbon and oxygen is what the microbes need to make carbon dioxide. And what we have found is tillage, yes, it does. You're going to kill some microbes. It, it does kill them. But what we have found is by doing intelligent tillage, and that intelligent tillage is basically according to the slope of your field, according to the crop rotation that you have, as well as the soil profile that you have. But by incorporating the last crop or last year's residue, number one, you're, you're reincorporating fertilizer that you don't have to buy. And I think a lot of this no-till has possibly been driven by the fertilizer companies and by the chemical companies because as your soil becomes deficient in carbon and oxygen it requires other inputs to replace that and what we find is intelligent tillage will allow air back into the soil which is very important and it also incorporates the carbon and oxygen which the microbes turn into carbon dioxide that feeds the plant so tillage does kill microbes, but not nearly as many die with tillage as they do with suffocation on tight, compacted soil. That makes sense. Um, I, I, there's a common perception, though, that no-till uh, helps increase the organic matter in the soil. Is that right? Great question, and that's something that we were looking at because there's a lot of uh, no-till farmers that they're saying, we are increasing our organic matter dramatically. And my first question is, when you, when you or your field man takes your soil sample, have they cleared the ground of residue? 
and are they just getting soil or are they punching through two or three inches of undigested trash and residue from crops in the past year or years. And what we're finding is a lot of the things that are showing up within the soil probe that gets sent in many times are not truly digested stalks, but they're stalks that haven't broken down yet. Now the other thing to look at is, uh, and, and to answer the question, we haven't seen organic matter, true organic matter in most cases. Now there's always exceptions, but in most cases the organic matter hasn't gone up in a lot of the fields we've looked at. Okay, so it's complicated as we'd expect, uh, and no-till doesn't absolutely mean increasing organic matter automatically. Uh, all right, Glenn, million dollar question. What's the right answer, to till or to not till? What we find is um, if you're on a heck of a steep slope and that ground is very erodible and it's, and it's partly sand, that's a no-brainer. You, you don't want to do crazy tillage on that. But one of, the things, one of the things we look at is, is air has been overlooked. And that's where we use the handheld penetrometer to find out how deep the true aerobic zone is. And that's based on the penetrometer reading of 200 pounds per square inch. And when a person wants to till, you never want to work the soil any more than one inch deeper than what your penetrometer shows at 200 PSI. So example, you stick your penetrometer in and it hits 200 at two inches deep, you're not gonna wanna till more than three inches deep because incorporating a lot of anaerobic, the deep soil with your topsoil that's partly anaerobic, it's easier for soil to go backwards and anaerobic than it is to go aerobic. So when we say intelligent tillage, you know, it could be a lot of different pieces of equipment based on how much trash do you have to put down, how deep is your aerobic zone, how flat is the field, and we are believers in tillage. And uh, we have an organic uh, research farm and we still mow board plow and the neighbors laughed at me quite a bit until they found out that I can organically grow as many bushels without any chemicals and all the fertilizers as they're doing with all the high technology. And we're doing that with a moldboard plow and old-fashioned cultivation. All right. Thank you, Glenn. So uh, to review, when we asked the question, does tillage really kill microbes in the soil, the answer is uh, actually it can actually help deliver organic matter to the microbes if it's done right in feeding the microbes. Um, does no-till increase organic matter? Uh, the answer is not automatically. It does not. Uh, and then the final question is to, dill, to till or not to till. The answer is really to know your land, know the problems you're, you're facing, and really understand how to correct the causes of those problems. Tilling might be the right answer. It might not be, depending on the land. So uh, did I get that right, Glenn? I tell you what, you're dead on. Yes. All right, then, then that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the third episode in the Soil Works series. Stay tuned for episode four, which will help you correct the cause of mineral deficiencies. Thank you from SoilWorks, Glenn Rabenberg, and everyone here at Acres USA. Find those causes and get them corrected.